exactly what is out there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season finale of Bevan World, the Explosion Network's Westworld after show, where each week we've been breaking down every episode of Westworld season two, been reviewing it, been discussing it. How you doing? Give a hot take. Why is, it, why is the town named Sweetwater? I, I don't know. Because it's full of natural splendor. Oh my God. Where'd you find that? On the back of a fucking cereal box? <laughs> <laughs> Reddit's doing bad. <laughs> Reddit's gone downhill since the season ended. <laughs> it's shit post territory now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not even just like good theorizing anymore. It's just, it's literally just entered shit posting. Good job, everyone. Um, so, yeah, this, this week, uh, if this is the first of our after show content you've ever watched we always end off the season where we go through and we kind of rank the episodes in our preferred order where what we all think of them give any lasting overall thoughts on each episode overall thoughts on the season and then we we see if me and nick are completely different on what we think is the best and worst episode i think most of the time, i think when we did uh, american gods we were pretty from memory i feel like we were pretty close yeah, we're pretty much on par. Pretty par. And then when we did Game of Thrones, I believe... I don't think I was on Game I, of Thrones. It was Kieran, Ash, and me. And those two, because they loved that season, had completely different <laughs> answers to what, to what, what... What's your bottom episode? All nine of them. Yeah, I was like, there was one good episode. They're like, no, oh, you're fucking crazy. This is the best episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a little bit of a different show. So, uh, let's start with... Before we jump in and kind of, I'll get you to go first. What are your overall thoughts on the season? Now that you're a week, a week out from it, what do you feel? Especially compared to the first season, which I think is a very different season. Mm, they're almost two completely different shows, to be honest. Um, uh, I like this season more for the overarching law implications and all that kind of stuff, but it was very up and down for me, very hit and miss in some parts. Do you think it ever actually missed? Like officially swung and missed or? There's one or two moments I can think of in particular, especially the first one that comes to mind is that fucking fort battle. The but fort just, battle is terrible. It does stand yeah. out for, for, it continues to stand out as being a terrible one. And I will be surprised if any of us have that in the top five episodes. <laughs> yeah. But like in saying that, like the highs are very high and the lows are not that low. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's it's just like when I review I like a, a director I likes movies, you know. So say if I'm like reviewing Tarantino movies and I say Jackie Brown's his worst movie, I don't think mm. Jackie Brown's like a two out of ten. But I, I think like it's not. <laughs> but you know, like on the same scale as like with, with this season, when I when I say this is the worst episode of the season, I'm still like it's still better than most TV. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you, you can't really complain too much. No, no. Yeah, and I don't, I just think, whereas the first season, you kind of took it in for what it was and there wasn't as much, like, there was, like, the hints of the, the man in black, what's William and all that, but it wasn't explicitly, you knew it was two timelines, so you weren't nitpicking everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, looking back, because, say, I, I picked up the first season on Blu-ray the other day, with my tensions being within the next couple months to f f go back and rewatch the first season. Because yeah. I haven't rewatched it since the big reveal and like kind of going yeah. back and watching the first season, knowing that alternate timelines, etc. Um, and it, like that season, when you pick it up, when you buy it in store, it's Westworld season one, the maze. You yeah. Know? Like they're very much like, this is a chapter. Or almost, a, yeah. Like almost a like section. an anthology kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm now wondering is like when we, when season two is chucked out, what is like Westworld season two, the, what? The door. The door or something. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're kind of setting it up to be, it's like a one big show, but each season kind of has its own theme yeah. or its theme, be that how they do the alternate or the, the timeline stuff. Kind of like how Stephen King writes his novels. They're like almost like individual books in the one book. Mm-hmm. So, well, especially some of them, yeah. Mm. Especially all the place. But overall, I think it was a really great, I think it was a great season. I don't think it was as good as season one though. No, I agree with that. I think it's hard to live up to that first season because- yeah. 
the the big reveal and everything like builds up. It just and, and it's the first season where you get kind of what grabs you about this show in the first place, which is the idea of this park in the future where yeah. people can go in and you get a lot of that stuff when the park's up and running. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's interesting. It's like one of my favorite parts of Jurassic Park is all the stuff that happens before it goes to shit, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like seeing Sam Neill drive around in the car, seeing them stop, stop and be like, Oh my God. And this yeah. is really cool. And that's this, the same in the first season of Westworld. It's, it's cool. And then the, the following Jurassic Park movies, when stuff has already gone to shit, I don't think any of them get close to holding no, up to the either. first one. With that said, I'm not trying to say Westworld season two <laughs> is as bad as what I think Jurassic Park two and three are. Um, but it, it I think West season work. two of Westworld works as opposed to the other Jurassic Parks is that you're still seeing the behind the scenes of how everything fit together and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the other Jurassic Park movies are just basically like disaster movies. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Um, all right, let's let's kick it off then. So let's start with you. And mm. I'm gonna we're gonna do the whole. Se- I'm going from bottom to top. I presume. Yeah, I'll do that. Too. You do the same. Rest. It's just like I rank my top ten in no ranking order. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's have some sort of order. And if you like, I we've done previously. If you say something, um, you give your thoughts, and then I'll just reveal where it is on my list and jump okay. on the bad wing. Cause I feel like it just mucks up the order. Like it's just yeah. weird. If we, like you say something now and then I wait until like three or four turns after this, I like bring it back up. It's like, we might as well just get it all cohesively. Under You're basically me. saying, Nick, this is how you do a fucking list show. All right. Take yeah. Notes. Let me tell you how to do a list show. You're top five <laughs> with Nick. guy. <laughs> um, what is your number 10 episode? Episode three, Virtue e Fortuna. Yep. Yep. Solely because of that stupid fucking battle. <laughs> uh, Virtue Fortuna is also number 10 on my... <laughs> yes. I feel like that's unsurprising at this point, though. No. I've, Especially I've... how much we ragged on that episode. It was... Yeah, I, I felt like... I did my list with this one at the bottom and just worked my way up. Yeah, I, I pretty much chucked I chucked my number one at the top. I chucked yeah. my number ten at the bottom, and then I kind of worked out how to, how to fill everything in between. Yeah, and it, it it honestly, it's just like that is such a big part, and there are so many other weird parts of that ep- episode too. If you think back on it, like the whole like the Charlotte sneaking and the like, they they just randomly drive all the way around the back somehow yeah. and avoid. And then that fight scene, like it, it, you, you try and look at it and go, well, that was only a small part of the episode, that whole thing. No, it went on for seemingly 15, 20 minutes. I feel when you put it all together and nothing else from the episode particularly stands out to be. Amazing. And none of it really in the grand scheme of things had a, any effect on anything really. Um, no, I mean, Ghost World stuff. I mean, they, they could have done it a, a much different way of Abernathy getting taken away from Dolores or something like that, but just staging this whole battle to... It's not even like they... It was like a final stand. They're wiping out most of the security forces because they just seem to have countless others coming from wherever during the whole show. Yeah. So it's just like a really shitty battle that doesn't work out. I mean, that With episode no would have been cool if, nothing, it was, yeah. if it was actually a well-shot, cool battle that mm. kind of showed that... The humans are not a shitty security force, which they continue to be throughout the, the entire series, basically. <laughs> but they were actually shown to be something like badass or something, you know. Yeah. But then if they had a pretty close battle that showed, you know, the 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 robots are going to fight back and the, mm. you could have done a cool evenly matched battle, like set up the rest of the yeah. season to go, well, the, ro- the robots aren't just going to be able to walk through and slaughter all the humans if they want to. And the humans aren't just going to be able to knock down all the... The robots, if they want to, because it's going to be evenly paced battle. And even her motivation to kill all the guys that she got on her side, like the episode before, mm. makes no sense. Yeah, and then, and then it was like the other weird things revealed too, like the whole masks, which we never yeah. really got explained why that happened. Yeah, no, they, they just randomly just showed up with masks on. Yeah, I mean, we had that whole tease thing, in it, and then in the episode we did about it, we, t- we talked about how there was that thing from yeah, season one Wyatt and all that Wyatt talking about yeah. people with masks, but it's like, that is such an obscure reference that 99.9% of people aren't going to randomly think back unless mm. they actually searching Reddit for or watching a show like this where we're bringing it up. Exactly. So it's like any other, anyone else watching shows like, why do all the people just suddenly start wearing fucking masks? Yeah. Like Ned Kelly around. It's, it's, it's really odd. All right. Um, my number eight 
is oh number nine sorry number nine i, was, I went to eight because my brain's like we we i used a different one or something like that but no we had the same one my number nine is akami no no mai same um, here oh snap <laughs> which is episode uh five yeah the, and this is the one that we didn't uh do a thing on no which i didn't think thinking looking back on it now i don't think we would have gotten much from doing an episode on that anyway other yeah. than for completionist sake yeah basically because it was cool to finally see shogun world but it was very underwhelming do you think it was cool in the long run? Because I, th I guess the moment of actually seeing it was cool, but like looking back on it, it was like, again, it didn't really add much other than to show that there's all the parks are parallels. Mm. Well, yeah. And I, I, I honestly feel looking oh, back. I've got a fucking superpowers in this yeah, one. Yeah. I've got a superpower, <laughs> which we know you're not a huge a huge yeah. fan of that all. Um, I honestly feel like looking back on the season, the how excited I was for the Shogun World stuff, and like from the moment we saw the the overall trailers for season two, seeing her with the 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 sword and stuff, I don't think it paid off that well. I don't think it no, was no. anything as cool as as we thought it was going to be. I think the we'll get to it when we get to talk about it. But the the second episode, whatever that was called, Face Space or whatever, yeah. Um, that one is, stands out way better because you have some of those... It just has more of those cool, beautiful shots and yeah. stuff. And the story is moves along at a lot better pace and you don't have mm. that weird end scene from the end of this episode where yeah. all that, the dancing and the whatever stuff was happening and I'll but take your heart hard. out and the yeah. dude yes. and her powers where she just... <laughs> and even, even like overarchingly... Other than the power, like they pick up the the uh, Japanese girl, but she never really played any part, really. No, I mean they, she, she was tags. there, and, they, and she was there, and then she wasn't at yep. the end. And then she tags along; she changed outfit somewhere. They're like, "Here, change into your, your, your costume," and then she's she's gone. So yeah, I, I feel like the. I mean, it, it had its moments. It was cool. Some of the, the I, I, th I don't think they could have gotten away without showing Shogun World, but doing it this way just didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, I, f I feel like some of the stuff stands out as being cool, the, like, having everyone actually speak um, yeah. Japanese and stuff. It also, like, um, explains, like, that kind of side of the things, why Ghost Nation couldn't be controlled. Yeah. And we and get stuff out of this, kind of like, the, the copied storylines, which did yeah. become important to, to a degree, and yeah. that was brought up all in this it, world. It was, it, was, like, it was good for little lore pieces, but story, like, main plot story-wise, just, no. Yeah. Um... So we're two for two so far. Yeah. What, what do you got at episode, uh, at your number eight? We might differ here. Mine is episode 10, The Passenger. Oh, <laughs> we are, we are, we are definitely yeah. differencing. Really? You're going to chuck up the season finale. Yeah. Um, looking back on it now, like, um, it had its moments, like definitely good moments and, the highlight for me was like at the end with the reveal, how it was Charlotte and all that kind of stuff. It was just little things throughout the episode. Like it, it was the most up and down for me, that one. Mm -hmm. With the ups being like the Charlotte reveal, banana and all that kind of stuff. And the down being like the, um, like picking up the men in black for no reason. The whole, oh, I, I'm fucking banking on all this him not shooting me in the head and then yeah. the Clementine grenade and the the humans assaulting and all that kind of stuff. It's just yeah, I don't know. It 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 wasn't it wasn't overall quality wasn't great. I had it at number four. Oh mind. wow, really? <laughs> because I felt like the highs actually just covered up any of my stuff. And I agree with all that stuff you said, like, as we talked mm. about last week, of course, the, the, the random, <laughs> not shooting in the head and all that garbage was happening. And, but, but I still felt like by the, by the time that episode ended and the, the Charlotte reveal that I never saw coming at all, um, yeah. just had to, whenever I think back on such a high, and then I really loved the, the more I thought about the ending of the episode and the potential for where season three could go. It just, it, it the, the ending of this season excited me. 
very yeah. very much. Like I, I I just think about the whole lot. I kept thinking about it. I know this, this is going to tie in weirdly, but we had that glass poster come out this week, which you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Spoilers ties in Unbreakable. Was well, not a spoiler if the fucking posters out. It's just like you took too long. The, yeah. to watch the, the, we've reached the point where they're putting out promotional material. Gla- yeah. um, Unbreakable is going to tie in with uh, Split, right? Yeah. And it's this kind of universe where it's supposed to be like, reveal, push these characters out into the world, and you're going to have Bruce Willis versus James McAvoy, I suppose. And for some reason, every time when I saw that poster, it kept making me think about the idea of Dolores and versus Bernard, like out in the real yeah. world, like the. <laughs> <laughs> the things yeah. that when the, the poster dropped, I was just like, it got me thinking about the potentials for season three, which is, which is weird. But yeah, I, I mean, the, the highs and, and I really enjoyed as silly as some of the, the door stuff was at points, the, mm. the, I still loved it as, uh, did it all make sense? I don't know. Like it was very deep, <laughs> weird sci-fi stuff, which I suppose I, I just really enjoyed the, yeah. the ridiculousness of it at points and just diving into it. So yeah, I just, I had it in it. Had it in at number four. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't quite help myself. Yes, yeah, season three has been confirmed, Rock and Mummy. Yeah, they 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 confirmed season three, I think, like, episode when episode two was out or something like that. They did the whole, do people still watch this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's move on to the, to the next one. All right, so my number eight was Journey into Night, which is episode one. Yeah, that was my number four. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I think the same thing also also happened at uh, um, viewing gods too. We had two that were completely <laughs> just completely switch episodes. I mean, the chances of it aren't like I mean, there's only ten episodes, but it's still yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, yeah, I just so I, I don't hate the, the opener. It's, yeah. it, it kind of, it was, I remember, I still remember sitting down to watch it and for, I, maybe I just overhyped myself like to the point where when it ended, I was just like, okay. Um, I was expecting some, something bigger out of the game yeah. or something along, you know, it, it, nothing happened in it that really blew my mind off. It, it wasn't until we get to episodes three, four or around there towards episode two, you know, that, that we they start actually saying this is where season two is headed this is yeah. the the story this is the direction we're headed in this is where we're going but- i think i think why i have it so highly is because it's the beginning of the series and the beginning of the season and i think like what i get the most out of this show is theorizing and coming up with possibilities and mm-hmm. this is where literally we have the most possibilities of what everything could mean yeah i think that's just why it put it up there for like your mind going everywhere. Could it mean this? Could it mean that? Is it this? Is it that? Like the skin and DNA, what does that mean? What are they doing? What could it mean? All that kind of stuff. It just, I think they just kicked it off, kicked me into gear thinking that way. And just all that is Mm. what put it up there. I, I don't disagree. I mean, when we did the first episode, we, I probably got more, I probably got more excited for, the future of season two yeah. after we did the first episode of Bevan world and we actually got theorizing and stuff. Yeah. But I still remember sitting on my couch episode finishes. And I was like, I wasn't disappointed per se. Like I was like, it was a good episode. Sure. Mm. It was fun. Had a good time. I didn't absolutely hate it, but I did do that thing that we are known for, especially in like the pop culture zeitgeist world these yeah. days where I did probably build myself up expecting a bit more of a, a bigger pop, bigger bang yeah. come the end of the episode and I didn't get it and that's not the show's fault, that is my own fault yeah. going into it but You're can't be helped person. yeah, I'm, but I'm a terrible fucking person what can I say, there's no, <laughs> uh, there's, there's no ifs or buts about the situation <laughs> but uh, yeah, journey into night what do you have as your number 7 episode 2, reunion Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, where mm. do you have that? Number five. Oh. Oh. Well, it's not that far off, like. No. Like I said, the the gap between everything from my ten and nine onwards is very small. Um. Yeah, like I thought it was good. It was fine. Like it didn't really add a whole lot. I think. Uh, the man in black going to the town 
Was that the one where he, yeah, he goes to the town at the end and they all shoot themselves and revealing cool cameo though? Hey, cool cameo, yeah, the cameo though. by Gus Fring. Yeah, by Gus Fring. <laughs> <laughs> and they all shoot themselves, and then William, like it, it also moved on like the theorizing, like the valley beyond, and him building all yeah. that shit to Loris and to Loris in the real world, and how the whole Westworld really got rolling with. Logan being invited to come and being tricked by all the hosts and mm. and then Delos coming there with William and then selling him on the park and the possibilities and all that kind of stuff. Like, I thought it was pretty good, but it just wasn't up there compared to some of the other episodes. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I, 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 I think it's the, the first episode it, that kicked kicked off the season to being interesting for me solely because this is where we start getting into the the William starting to build that facility yeah. type stuff. This is where we get Dolores out in the real world. This is where we get her seeing it and him being like her being like I remember. Like I, I yeah. know where I'm fucking going. And this is the first time the episode ends and it's finally like okay so, Valley Beyond, what the fuck has he built down there? Where are we going? What's the, what's the, what's the gist of the story? What, what's happening? Where are we, where, where are we going? So, yeah. I feel like that's probably why it's just a, a little bit higher on my list. I mean, number five, it's just like sitting in the middle of my list. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it is the first episode that I, when it finished, I was, well, the first episode of the season, it's only the second, but it, compared to the first episode, which I just said yeah. didn't get me super excited by the end of it or any of the, the, the plot stuff because I didn't really understand where it was going, this one ended and I was like, okay, what's that? Mm. What's this thing? What are we doing? We got young William back. Yes. What's, you know, like there, there was just more elements that overall excited me. Yeah. Um, in this one, I feel compared to the, the previous ones. That's but, fair. Yeah. What is your number? What are we up? Wait, uh, what was that? No, we're up to my number. It gets confused. Up to your number five. We're up to my number five, which we just did. Yeah. No, we're up to my number six. Okay, yeah. <laughs> are we? I don't... We're up to my number five. Do your number five. All right. My number five is episode nine, Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point I had at... Number two. Wow, really? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, tell, think... tell me why in my episode I love shit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying why it's shit. Um, the main thing that um, they, that I remember from this is obviously the man in black shooting Emily. Mm-hmm. When I think back at it, this is that's the thing that stands in my mind. It was a very shocking moment, and you're like, "Is he? Is he? Isn't she? Is she? Isn't she a host? All that kind of stuff." And but all the other stuff like was like Sh Charlotte getting, hold on, yeah, Charlotte reprogramming Clementine to be the grenade and the grenade. Yes, yeah, I think that <laughs> that adds to the the thing I didn't like and the whole. I liked Maeve getting the visit from Ford and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, like it didn't really stand out a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I, I feel, um, I'm, <laughs> I feel like if you've been watching Bevan world or listening or whatever, wherever yeah. this whole fucking time, then we're going to reach a point where you should probably know what my number one is. I, I feel like I've kind of made it obvious. Yeah. Point. I know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's not mine, <laughs> but those two episodes, I feel are such a package and a crux of this season because they're very much about one man in one episode kind of questioning the reality. They, 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 well, they're both episodes just about people questioning their reality, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. what they, they, it, it kind of just... They're kind of like a A and B side. Yeah, it's like, it's side A of the tape and then side B of the tape. And yeah. I, I, those two episodes just stand out thematically um, from the season to, to kind of represent what season two is to me, I guess, as the, the and also the thing that, another thing that didn't work for me was the random, uh, ghost nation battle with Dolores' group. Yeah, that was, that was weird. That, that I mean, that, that was a whole, that was like a three minute segment or something like that. So I guess I'm just more picky than what you are. 
Well, <laughs> apparently. I, I mean, honestly, I thought you would like... I, when I chucked this on, I thought our top ones would be closer. It one. is hard because the, all the ones in like the top five are love, and it was hard to rank them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like I said, all the, the the spaces in between all these are very small, and they could on any other day that I rate the list, they could have swapped. Fair enough. Yeah. Now I figured out where where, where we went wrong. I missed my number. Seven. That's right. We'll go past it. <laughs> that's right. We'll go past it. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone um, knows your list is wrong. That's, no, this is just wrong. So my, my number seven was episode seven. Les Encourages. <laughs> Les, Les Encourages. Les Encourages. That's right, Nick. Les Encourages. You got it. You good job at the language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the, this is the, uh, I feel like y your reaction is, this is a lot higher on your list. Were you going to tell me where it is on yours? Uh, it's my next one, one of episode five. So far. Okay. So you're, um, <laughs> this is the one I, that, I think it's so high on my list for the shock value of Maeve getting shot, Man in Black getting shot. Yeah. Okay. I think... It did, it's not higher because at the end of the day, it didn't really have any lasting implications. No. And the more I got, I, the more I got further distanced from the episode and how cool yeah. that initial shootout was and how much I enjoyed it, the more I get pissed off as how we end that fight. Yeah. And how ridiculous it is and how this fight eventually leads to the ridiculousness of the man of like for the rest of the season, kind yeah. of. You know? Like this is point A of that shit starting to to yeah. a degree. It's it's like, okay guys, good job everyone. But this is you managed to crawl over with eighteen bullet holes in you or whatever the fuck's going on. Good good job everyone. You, I'm glad you 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 managed to do that. So I mean I don't I don't hate the episode. It does have cool moments of course, but Oh, I just realised that that stupid fucking scene was in this episode where um, old mate finds the blonde host in the cradle and fucking gets seduced and blows blows up with the grenade. The old guy with the slip oh, back that, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That fucking idiot. I forgot which, about that. <laughs> the continuing... Which I'll stand by for her, as like her character, badass way to go out was yeah. kind of a fuck you to I, it felt like a fuck you to how stupid males are at time and also just how stupid humans are you know yeah it, it was like a combination of dumb human and then dumb male like shit to do yeah. obviously which uh, and they kind of got owned for i it. think they could have done differently i don't know i guess like i don't know if it worked with his character but she was like on the ground bleeding out wounded crying like calling out for help and he has a moment of mercy or sympathy or something as opposed to it just seemed very implausible. Well, do you, do you reckon even if she was crying on, crying on the ground in that room that we jump onto the Bevan world for that week and you're not just like, she just killed 20 of your best yeah. friends <laughs> and you're going to go know. try and help her. You, you, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a better way to do it, but I just can't. It's just, just the way it happened was bad. I, her, her line is still one of my favorite lines of the series. I, I don't care how corny it is. I don't care how, I don't care if the scene's not amazing. Like just taking out of context that line and what, like that, those couple seconds, fucking amazing. The welcome yeah. to Westworld. Boom. Just fucking flow up. Like I'm a sucker for those kind of, that's very like eighties cheesy Terminator, Bruce Willis something, you know, tired. Yeah, this episode I particularly like where, Teddy goes fucking all Terminator. Yeah, and well, Teddy just starts smashing that dude's face yeah. in or whatever this one, so... That's cool. Um, what... <laughs> We're at the half... Well, a bit above the halfway point. You, you go, you do... You do well, that was my episode five, Liz and... Well, do you want to do your number one, two, three, four, five, six... six I'll do, oh, fuck it, I'll do my next one, so... Well, my next one we've already done as well. Yeah, so I'll do my... One episode, my number six. Yep, on my list. Phase space, which is somehow I'm only realizing now as I'm looking at my list. I'm like, I had episode seven at number seven. I had episode six at number six. Somehow <laughs> I don't. I really didn't put You're this. 
I didn't really do this on purpose when I put it all you together. You put it into a list and hit random. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Didn't really put it all together. So, of course, this is the, the second part of the, the samurai uh, Shogun World saga. Two episodes. Yeah. Um, and as much as I really didn't like the first one, I enjoyed a lot more of this second episode. Solely just for... Solely just I was reading through the description of the episode and I was like, why the fuck is this so high? Why? Did you, what do you... I was thinking, is it because I had nowhere else for, to put it? But then I realised it is the ending scene that made it that high. Solely. Yeah. For, yeah. um, f Ford and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, like... All the Shogun World stuff is over kind of quickly. Let's, it's, yeah. it's over in the first half. And the yeah, first well, like, they, they fuck off out of there. They, and they back fuck off Westworld. out of there and they're back into Westworld and they start going towards her daughter. Like, that's yeah. where they start heading towards, her, yeah. uh, where her actual daughter is going to be. And the other thing that stands out from all this is, of course, that uh, solely looking at the, the Shogun World stuff, this yeah. is, it's over a lot, a lot fast, but what we do see, I enjoyed a lot more. Um, yeah. In that... It was just more of these kind of beautiful shots, kind of cool. I could appreciate more the costume design and like the effort they went to to just do that stuff because it yeah. was I wasn't getting dragged away and distracted by the the annoying plot elements that were happening in the the episode prior to this one, episode five. So that was that. That's why I enjoyed this one a bit more. But then, yeah. yes, of course, we do get further in. We do get Elsie and Bernard getting into facility. We do get the weather answers. We do get. <laughs> And we get Cobb. We get Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get Bernard entering the... What the fuck is cradle. it? Cradle. The cradle, yes. We get Bernard entering the cradle um, towards the end of it, which is this cool moment. I remember it still stands out as like the idea that they could put their brain and, and it was... that All that stuff's very... We start getting deeper into yeah. the sci-fi stuff of this season in this episode i feel up until this point it's like mabe's getting superpowers what the fuck i don't really understand all right yeah. that's a bit weird but uh, sure whatever this episode they're like we're gonna put your brain into the fucking matrix that's inside the matrix and it's a fucking sub matrix of the system yeah. and then you're going to go in there and there's like there's an, there's another dolores and all this stuff because there's copies and it's a matrix yeah. system and then you're going to find ford because he's not dead but he's dead but he's in here because he put his consciousness and that's when the the show starts diving more into that yeah sci-fi also sci like that we this episode reveals the implications of the changes Laura's made of teddy and a ruthless like killer or ruined him yeah because yeah. this episode does start with the whole him walking Where down the street he walks out you think he's going down to pick up the can of condensed milk but picks mm -hmm. up a bullet and yeah goes to the train and like shoots the guy and all that kind of stuff yeah so that was yeah, I think I think that. Where did you, I, did you say? I can't remember if you. Oh, I'm that was episode three for me. Number three number on, three on your list. Yeah, you had a yeah. lot. Because when you when you when you looked at me when I said it, I thought your reaction was initially, I had this a lot lower or something like that. But th that that makes your response make so much sense. You like looked at your list. It was like, why do I have this at number three? I'm confused. Yeah. This is the. <laughs> I'm very confused. What's going I on? I was reading the uh, the uh, summary to check my memory. <laughs> yeah, in case I forgot what any, any episode was, I put the I copy pasted the summaries below my list. In oh, case okay. I, I got onto the show today, it was like, why did I put this here again? <laughs> like <laughs> episode four was about what? Because it's sometimes it's it's like the first couple stand out in the series I find, and then like the last couple stand out, yeah. and it's like the the seven six episodes between. And you're which like ones in the middle, which, yeah. which ones were which? I can't really remember. Um, so what do uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Oh, what is your number four? My number four was Journey into the Knot. Episode one. Oh, that's right, it was. Yeah. Uh, what do you... Uh, what do you got? Three, then? Yeah, three. Two left. Yeah, three. No, I mean, like, your number three. My number three was Phase Space. Over got two, one left. Yeah, I've got two, one left. left. That makes more sense. I forgot to do it. makes more sense. If if you was watching the stream, you could see what I was doing. That would, <laughs> would explain how I got confused. <laughs> but continue. What is number two? Number two is Kick C-U-R. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, my number one, but I feel yes. like that is a... I feel like that was just self-explanatory, Astro. It was. Like, there was um, no there was at no point after we talked about this episode that I was 
swayed away from it being the best episode. You know, there's and well, you give me your thoughts because then I have I have something to say that I find odd for Westworld. I think particularly it was shot beautifully. It was such a I guess change of pace. It was kind of refreshing not to deal with all the other shit that was going on and just how finally at the end of had Ghost Nation fits into the picture and just the basically the heartfelt, gut-wrenching story of a, ch- a-, a kick chicka. Okay. Okay. Losing his daughter. Let's not, let's not start now trying to pronounce it properly. <laughs> but yeah, like in the... Like, I, I honestly forgotten all the other stuff was happening in there with Maeve and the analysis and all that kind of Charlotte and all that kind of stuff. It's just what immediately comes to the forefront is his story, mm. which I think is beautiful, tragic. You're, you're like, what is the word for yeah. describing the, the system in which I feel? Um yeah, I mean, I mean, we we talked a bunch about it, and the the thing that kind of stands out about this episode for me, like looking back on the series as a whole and saying this is my favorite episode, and the thing that I find interesting about that is, although this is my favorite episode, and one of the reasons it stands out is because it's this kind of self-contained mm. story. Would I want that to be the direction Westworld goes as a whole? No, no. but. Within the context of this season, having this one-off episode go off and tell their story, which up until this point, the Ghost Nation stuff had been such an enigma for, uh, what's a 10, 17 episodes prior, you know, having that be such an enigma, instead of spending a couple episodes, like a normal episode, going backwards and forwards to try and explain to us what the Ghost Nation stuff is about. They just go, fuck it, we'll just do kind of this self-contained story, basically. I mean, we swap back to Maeve a couple times, but by the end it all ties in, I I feel, like with her her talking to him and stuff. So that's fine. But kind of doing this primarily self-contained story works to finally get this information out there. Mm, Definitely. Do I fit... Looking at episodes... Basically looking at episode 10, um, where the ghost station heads, it, 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 yeah. it's like when you know where they, where they finish and the, the idea is basically, well, they're not going to be in season three. Like they're gone. Yeah. Like, they were the only happy ending of this season, you know? Yeah. So, much. and to get that happy ending, you needed to tell this story of, well, the, the ups and downs of he, he, not only his life, but. Uh, the Ghost Nation, I suppose, yeah. and like how they were changed and all that sort of stuff. And they're just the, the the happy story, the only really happy resolve of season two is basically a love story. Pretty much, when yeah. You, when you, yeah, when you look at it, it's like the only happy result we get is this story of someone who loses the person he loves, tries to find them. And I still love the idea, like the, the spiritual stuff and looking at like what I would, I mean, we're not, never going to know, but I, it's like when you think about what he would think when he visited yeah. the, the facility and found her, like, I don't even know. And I find that, that interesting because it, it's like, because he doesn't seem to have a, a, um, a functional understanding of technology or anything like that. Like no. to him, it could, it was all yeah. spiritual and like an afterlife, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is why, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's, yeah. you know, as I was saying that last week, it's when he goes to that place, is that the in-between to him? Is that hell? Yeah. Is that heaven? Is that purgatory? Yeah. But then the, the world that he lives in, he knows that's a yeah. fake world. He, he goes on about how it's a fake world. So it's like, well, if he if he thinks maybe that's purgatory or something where he is currently, then what's he think the other place he, he visited? Yeah. And the, the implications on... It's all very spiritual stuff. And by the time we get to the end of it, when they jump through that door and it's, you know, it's just giant gleam, gleaming yeah. fucking light in the, in the sky, basically. <laughs> and they jump through it and the, the world on the other side is like happy fields and sun. It's the, the spiritual elements of all that. I, I just ride on the nose. Yeah. Well, the, the whole season has had kind of like undertones of God and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this, this episode really brought it to the forefront. Yeah, and without this episode, you obviously don't get the payoff of episode 10 
And I don't feel like if they tried to tell this story to set up the payoff of episode 10 in in a different way, like spread it out all season going backwards and forwards between this story, it wouldn't have worked as well. Yeah. Instead, we got this very... I mean, and they don't even try and rush the story, really. They, I saw people complaining. Nah. I've seen people complaining about the how many, how long some of those sweeping shots lasted. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, just fuck off, cut some of them down. And I'm like, no, nah. I mean, it's no, nah. it works. It's it's fine. It works for me. So, yeah, I, definitely my number one episode of the season. Mm. Love it. Beautiful. Looking forward to the 4K Blu-ray so I can, because I know that episode's going to stand out as a <laughs> one of the the more pr- prettier things that I can go back and look for, uh, at from season two. But with all that said, if Westworld executives ever watch this or, you know, listen in, <laughs> hey, how are you going? Um, yep. No, I would not want you to take the direction of the show to being more self-contained uh, episodes back. Well, after. they did it twice this season and it didn't work. The second time with the Shagun world did not work at all. Is that self-contained really though? Like, Well, it, this one wasn't self-contained either because we had the whole... Maeve in the facility getting analysed and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's as self-contained as what self-contained can be in Westworld. In, as far as Westworld goes, yeah, yeah, I suppose that's the thing. Um, what? So, well, I mean, we can we, at this stage, it's like we can figure out where the last episodes. Was. So the, the the one episode we had remaining was. Face, uh, no, not fuck it. What's no, it called? The Riddle of the Sphinx. The Riddle of the Things, thank you. So, Riddle of the Things, I had at number three on my list. I, I and you had it at number, number one. Uno Numero. Uno Um, So, the Riddle of the Things, in case you forgot, this is the synopsis of the episode since it's Nicholas's number one. And it's in my top three. So, I feel like we got close enough for this. An inanimate figure becomes the center of Dallas' secret project. The man in black and launch follow the path to Los Mudas they run into a battle so why does this why is this number no why is this number one on your your list because i know for me there's just one re- reason why it's number three on my list it's it really is the the biggest impacting i guess the biggest impact to the overall law i guess of the show that we've had yet mm-hmm. it's like it, it just Blows the scope of the show wide open. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the fact that they can copy human consciousness, they've been copying guest consciousnesses. Like they can put them into hosts, try to figure out how it works, and then if we also got William and Lawrence going to that town, and you also get the, I guess the, the implication that. The Man in Black is also kind of on a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. You think he's on his way back. He could be the person he used to be before he turned in the, into the Man in Black. To the I believed what, it at the time. Yeah, we all believed it up <laughs> until he. And we also the reveal that Grace is actually William's daughter, Emily, which nobody didn't think that was going to happen. No, no one thought that was <laughs> at all what that was. But. I mean, having that said, I'm so glad, I and mean, we talked about that on the 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 uh, Bevanworth for that show. It's like I'm so glad that they didn't drag that out. It's just like yeah. they introduced it in episode three, and then yeah. episode four, they here just it right here it is. End. That's the answer. We're not tracking it out. We know the audience is smart enough to just go, it's his, it's his yeah. daughter. Don't try to fuck us. But yeah, like the the, the whole implication of that they were future Facebook. Yeah. The future. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the it is the future of Facebook. It's it's, it's also it, it's. I guess it's what I enjoy out of shows like this. Like my favorite episodes of the X the X Files are the ones that implicate the overarching story as opposed to the self contained yeah. stories and all that kind of stuff. It's just I'm very much a bigger picture kind of guy. Like overarching mm-hmm. lore. Like I'm a wiki diver. I go, how does this fit together? Like. Kind of like you are with Star Wars and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm, and the the reason this episode stands out for me, apart from everything you've just said, of course, the the introduction of the the idea of them copying, the, and the, I mean, when they did this episode, it's worth saying, of course, that like we started theorizing that's probably what they're doing. This is what they're yeah. doing. Sure, sure, sure. We didn't get confirmation until later, but I mean, no. looking back in context, it is cool that this is where they, they introduced yeah. that idea and stuff. Because it was never confirmed. You're like, oh, is that the kind of technology they have in this world? Is it 
beyond the scope of the show or mm. that kind of stuff. But yeah, and also the um, the acting of the guy that plays Delos, how he's breaking down, and the that's why I've got it. I'm so yeah, basically for his scenes. Yeah, the tragedy of like where the last time we visits him and like pretty much just emotionally destroys him and just lets him let stay in there. And with Bernard and is this the one where Bernard and Elsie go in and see him where he's like at the bottom, no, cutting no, his face no, they, up and all that kind they of do stuff. That. Like that's a couple episodes from now. Oh, okay. It's like when they get into the facility or whatever. Yeah. Or is that the episode after this, I think maybe. No, must be the end of this one. Surely. I'm pretty sure it's this one. Must be the end of this one, yeah. Looking yeah. back, because I'm like, episode five is that, so no, it must be the end yeah. of this one. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and to, to to me, it just it stands out. Looking back, all those scenes of having William come in, yeah, come in, and then getting like, older, like getting older, progressively and, older, progressively and older, and then, and we, and then eventually we have that one time where Man in Black, you know, enters or yeah, however, whatever you want to. It's like it's like William, 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 and then we get Man in Black entering, Man in Black, William entering, yeah. and that was cool reveal because it's it's the first time we've uh, seen him like out in this context, I suppose, like working yeah. within, like we, we, we know he's such a higher up power yeah. or like the CEO or whatever the fuck he is. I don't, I don't know. In, inside the Delos world, but this is like the first yeah. time we see him in that world, you know, like he's, yeah, he's there not doing being something. The man in black. Yeah. Not being the man in black. He's, he's out there doing something and he walks out and instructs with people and that little world they created and the, the test yeah. and everything in that room. And then those, those scenes with him like working out and the music and they were just yeah. put together really, really well. And they, they stand out. And that, that guy, I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but that guy who, who plays Delos yeah, um, was one of the standouts of the season, and mm. one of the standout performances. I mean, he's below the guy who um, plays AJ. Did Abernathy. Well, oh, Abernathy too. When he was uh, Abernathy was stuff. really good. He has that one really good scene. So I'd put him at number three. My my three favorite standout performances from the season would would probably be AK is number one. That actor, um, yeah. for his performance. Because um, there's those those close up scenes in episode eight where he's yeah. like he's about to cry and all that's like yeah. amazing I think I'm gonna I put the guy who plays Dallas as number two and solely he jumps number two because of that scene where he jumps up and he starts crying about his son when Logan, he finds out yeah. he's like he's like where's Logan like he finds out yeah. Logan's dead and then it's just like here's this father just crying for his son who just like he yeah. did I mean that's like, like the heartbreaking stuff for that episode and then I would put Abernathy dude for his his breaking moment in episode well the terrible episode it's like yeah. the one good thing about episode is his performance in that fucking horrible uh, yeah. ep episode basically stands out and then I'd I don't know who, who would go from there but that that's kind of my standout performances of this this season I feel mm. but yeah I mean really one thinks great episode um Number that is episode. that is our official rankings um so to go over them again I had 10, 9, 8, 7, 8, down that order. I had number three, number five, number one, number seven, number six, number two, number 10, number four, number nine, and number eight. Nick had three, five, 10, two, nine, seven, one, six, eight, four. Correct. That's the ranking order. If you're watching you're the YouTube paying attention. Version, if you've been watching the YouTube video or watching live on Twitch. Click on the annotation. They're, no, they're just right above you. They're, 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 they're written there. <laughs> if you listen to the audio version. But that's that's all you get. You have to slow down everything I just said. Um, so overall, what would be called the official explosion network? Uh, I would say episode eight because you had it number two. I had it yeah. number one. I feel like it's it's pretty easy just to call that episode eight was our averages average out uh, averages out as the official explosion network's number one episode of Bevanworld for all times until season three comes out. We we continue on with that until season three is mm. out. Um, any any lasting things you want to say before we end Bevan World for for the until for the two years until the fucking third season? Yeah, it's gonna be a long, a long time before you see us again. <laughs> Except unless you watch anything else. Yeah. <laughs> unless all you watch is this show. We're here solely for Bevan World. Um, see you in twenty twenty one. Is yeah. Donald Trump still president? Let's hope not. Twenty <laughs> one. Three know, years. Well, twenty. You reckon they ever confirmed when it's coming out? I thought they confirmed the... No. 
Cycle again. If you if you look on the if you look on like IMDb and stuff, they have it down as a date. But Jonathan Nolan in that interview I read like after the episode last week when they asked him about the air date, he's like, "Yeah, I'm still like trying to work it out with HBO. They want it this day. I want it this day. Yeah. You know." He, he's like, "HBO's happy as as they proved with the second season to let us have the time." And he said once again, like he said after season one ended, "I want to spend the time to get." the story right the scripts right you know get everything right and not rush it out so i'm i definitely wouldn't expect it next year so now that i mean, think about it once after this year or next year the game of thrones ends they don't really have a flagship show do they no which is probably why they were trying to push this to be yeah um yearly and actually not miss a um, miss a year but yeah i mean they can they can probably this is a separate topic we'll cover it quick, yeah. quickly with the, the fuck it let's go into it real quickly so they're going to Game of Thrones will end after uh, next year but then Westworld will probably be back the year after so yeah. they're kind of right for a period of time and then probably the year after that they'll have the Game of Thrones prequel series going oh, okay yeah. would be my guess if I was going into that so then they're like <gasps> we're fine we've got all the, yeah. with a big budget fucking programming whereas they're like someone quick Sopranos is back. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we? What are we? Sex and City's back or something? The Sopranos, Miami. <laughs> yeah, some fucking random shit like that. Um, all right, this is it. this is it. Thank you for joining us for Bevan World for this our first season, but for the second season of Westworld. Shout out to Rock and Mummy for basically always being yeah. here every, nearly every week in the chat. Appreciate it. She's crying yeah. in the chat. Number one fan. Number one fan of Bevan World. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big fan of Bevan World and Dylan, aren't you? <laughs> um, if you've been watching on the YouTube video audio version, of course, explosionnetwork.com for all the other great shows on content. You can also go on over to our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord, talk about movies and TV shows and other great yep. content over Look there. Look at the awesome Westworld memes I've posted in there. Yes, look at the, there's just a channel where Nick's just like, meme spam. <laughs> and then it's like, spam? I'll probably stop for a minute now. I won't go any further. But yeah, if you like, if you like Westworld memes, check out our Discord. That's a good selling point. Um, if you're not, if you're on Twitch, make sure to hit the follow button if you're not already, wherever the fuck that is. If you're on YouTube, make sure to ring the bell. <laughs> Yeah, ring-a-ding-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding-ding. And if you're listening in the audio version, you probably can't rate us unless you're on iTunes, at which point you should rate us on iTunes. Everything else, useless. Yep. Absolutely useless. Don't know what you're supposed to do at that point. Rate um, us on Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts should really add a thing, to, as far as I'm concerned. To add, Develop to, yeah. a rating system for Pocket Casts, give it to Pocket Casts, and then rate us on it. Look, Pocket Casts, we want sponsors. Track.tv, we want sponsors. That's all I'm Find us on Stitcher Premium. Thank you. Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, actually, if you want to go on Stitcher. Yeah. So, so you know, if, if you actually use Stitcher, we're not on Stitcher Premium, but we're, we're, we are on Stitcher. We're um, premium follow, content on Stitcher. <laughs> you can follow Nick on Twitter at Lord N. Pry. You can follow me on Twitter at Vivaldil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. Explosion Network's Twitter, at ExplosionPod. Once again, ExplosionNetwork.com. Um, until the next season or i mean next time or watch we may have show. special episodes coming up sometime in the future bye bye